Welcome to Timebox. I am Sean and I'm sitting here with the rational to my behavioral economics, Dennis Becker. Good morning, Sean. And this is your daily dose of education, economics, and whatever else we feel like talking about. Uh, these podcasts usually last about seven minutes. They're usually in heaven. <laughs> and the topic of the discussion is unknown to my co-host, Dennis Becker, until I decide to tell him, which is right now. Today, Dennis, we'll be talking about the hot, hot topic in education. Teen student stories. Student voice. Oh, student nice. voice. Student voice. And I have a feeling that you have opinions <laughs> about honoring student voice. You know, I, I, I do. I, I, I get a little bit all over the place with student voice, though, because yep. um, the way that the way that it's handled or the way that I feel like I handled it in a traditional classroom was uh, totally inauthentic. And I and I think I was good. So, how that's surprising. Yeah, so you, right. you believe <laughs> yeah. it's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah. Thank you, George Costanza. <laughs> Student voice, um, you know, giving them the choice, giving them the 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 option to express themselves and to focus their learning, I think, is extremely highly valued. Give me a specific. What'd you do? You're the best um, history teacher in Iowa. What'd you do? Well, I mean, lamely, I would have. I would have projects where they could choose what they wanted to make. And it had to be whatever within whatever context uh, of the of the project. Like they they were making a game. Mm-hmm. And so they got to choose all the rules, they're cre- basically creating little civilizations. It's totally up to them what they do within the game, what mm-hmm. what methods they use, what uh, you know, tools, what whatever whatever construct of the game. And I thought I was doing a great job of giving them choice. And it did not really occur to me that I was giving them good choice within such a narrow confine. It has to be a game. Yep. And it has to be, it, you know, I, I always ask myself the question, is this something someone would actually do on a Saturday? You know, assuming yeah. you weren't stressed out and needed a day just to right. like decompress. You actually yeah. had a day where you'd be productive. Yeah. Is this something you'd really do on a Saturday? And I kind of think of that as the Iowa big question. Right. Is this something you would put your energy into when you were at full battery? Yeah. You know? And that's what always gets me about student voice is people are so jacked up and teachers, and it's from a good place. You know, I see it all over Twitter. Uh, It was more popular a couple years ago. Yes. But just let's give the students voice. Let's let them pick. Let's let them choose. And there's all these contests. Yeah. Stuff going around about uh, you know give the students a voice. Let's let's go march on Washington. Tell them we want to be heard in our schools. The, but the problem is the parameters that are put on teachers by the system to teach specific content or to feel like they have to teach specific content results in the absolute neutering of what we call step zero right here at Iowa Big. Yes, absolutely. It, and, it's, and it's funny that you mentioned, um, or it's not funny, it's, it's obvious that you would mention this. Right now we have a couple of students that are engaging in world building. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the exact sort of experience I wanted my class to have. Except in my class, all 30 of them had to do it. Mm-hmm. And here we have two, three, three, three that are really, that are actually mm-hmm. interested in doing it. So they have, they have the opportunity to express their voice. Well, and they brought it to me. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Right. And that's to me, that's the difference between, I think, what people think of as student voice or the, if you've never heard this phrase before, like this idea of letting students choose what they work on or how they demonstrate their knowledge. But I think deep down the, the harder question there is do they even feel the need to actually demonstrate their knowledge? 
And that's the step that school screws up at every level. Right. And it's what creates people who hate learning. Yes. When, when the entire thing was figured out for you and you just get to make little choices like, do I wear red or green today? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. What if I want to wear pants? Right? Which, let's face it, is never. Yeah. Right? But society being the oppressive, ridiculous thing that it is to white men like me, I have to wear Poor pants you. to work. Yeah. Poor me. Yeah. Poor me. Uh, I'm hitting the sarcasm button if you can't see that. But I just want to point out, like, this, this idea of step zero where the, these kids came to me and said, hey, we want to do a world building class. And uh, we want to do it because they're interested in fantasy and literature. And I said, well, that actually smells like geoscience to me. And that's an area where your standards are deficient. Yeah. This just makes sense. Let's do it. And, and I hear that. And I think, well, actually, that sounds like government, economics, mm-hmm. sociology, and psychology to me. Mm-hmm. And it turns out your standards are also deficient in those. Yeah. So, so let's see where you, where you think about human development in terms of geoscience and then fill it in with actual human relations. And, so, and how your people will function in this society. I mean, it's obvious that we're all perfectly interdisciplinary and that Iowa Big is this amazing system, right? So I'm going to stop kicking. I mean, that yeah. horse is dead. Right. And at this point, like, my shoes are, are threadbare from all the kicking. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to talk about now is a little, more, uh, a little more deep, which is this idea, and this is kind of a dark thing that Big has discovered, is that oftentimes student voice, uh, their opinion is wrong. Yes. And not based on facts. Yeah. Because, and not because I don't respect students. I do work at probably the most liberal school in Iowa. So let's just, you know, let's hold right. the iTunes hate. But the, the thing I'd like you to talk about here, Dennis, is the idea that, like, when students say they want to work on something, you know, we listen to that. When they say they want to do a project, we help them build it and find a partner and find a curriculum and find a da 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 Yes. But most of the time, they're wrong. Right. What does that mean? Well, that's, that is actually perfect. That's, that's, that's exactly what you want at step zero. You want, they exist in a world where they, they honestly think everything is figured out and they, they just follow these steps. It's all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And we see in society, we have tens of millions of people. They found out it's not okay. Everything that they thought, they were going to follow all the rules. They were going to go through it and they were going to make it. They never once had to experience step zero. Mm-hmm. Where they had to have the basic idea and someone could say, you know, that's a good idea. I'm glad you're exploring that. But you're, you're kind of off base here. So you're telling me that that, that that French literature and communications degree doesn't just have a next step where someone just gives me a job because of it? No. I have to like yeah. prove a value in a, in a network? Yes. Right? Yes. That's interesting. Uh, and so I think when we talk about student voice here at Big... Uh, what we're actually talking about is is, incre- is adding the student's voice to the concert of experts who are deciding the educational path for that student. Right. Because let's face it, I have a degree in education and physics. I can predict the future as far as education goes for that kid a little better than they can. But I can't start without any information. I can't just right. say, you need to learn physics, deal. Right. I have to start with, who are you? What do you need? And that's what I think we mean by, mean by student I voice. absolutely think that's What's the history of yes. your, your trauma in your family? Yeah. What's the, or lack thereof, hopefully. Yeah. Student, student voice for us isn't, isn't about them choosing a product or choosing a method or choosing a thing. Student voice is actually listening to their voice and taking the time to actually hear them. Um, it's something that in a, in a traditional classroom I thought I could do, and I did bad. I did, I did really poorly at it, where you just, I just didn't have the time. 
I felt all this weird pressure to finish fast mm-hmm. through every every lesson, every unit. Taking taking time to get to know kids and then acting accordingly to what they need, it it is a process and it takes time. And our system currently does not allow for it. It, it we are we're we're essentially told that doing that is a waste of time. Because how does that get them ready for the for the ACT or whatever test at the end of the at the end of the rainbow? Well, I'm going to let our tens of listeners think about that because we have broken the box. <laughs> right. So you got eight minutes and 30 seconds in heaven here today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you have any thoughts, I don't know, throw them into the wind because we don't check our email. So have a fantastic <laughs> day.